Sanam passed out. Go on. Still out. Still out. Still gone. Starting to regain consciousness. Okay, that's ATC, air traffic control. Talking to my guy. I'm back now. You got me again. Oh, man. I left that in there. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight thirteen, Wisconsin's Morning News on this Tuesday morning. Probably by tomorrow, if not for sure Thursday, a lot of this happening. Milwaukee Air and Water Show returns this weekend, and weather looks fantastic pretty much through the week. Just a awesome. chance of some showers and storms Wednesday night and a little bit again on Thursday. Nisnansky not predicting any washouts or anything with that, so the weather looks great for the Air and Water Show. The show itself is Saturday and Sunday, and then you have on Friday an official practice so all the acts will be up at some point on Friday, but what you'll have is I think it's Wednesday when the Blue Angels first get into town. If not Wednesday, then definitely by Thursday, and they'll be out there buzzing over downtown, getting ready, getting all their points set, getting their specs. Yeah, and it was, you know, folks wonder. I mean, part part of the reason you want the Blue Angels, which are the headliner for this year's Milwaukee Air and Water Show, they are the three o'clock show on both Saturday and Sunday, so they do an hour long show. One of the reasons you want to buzzing around up there is it reminds people, hey, hey, there's a show <laughs> air this shows weekend, in town, yeah. right? So it gets people talking, but they have a real specific purpose when they're up there because they're going to be flying. This is different, and one of the reasons that a lot of pilots love to fly this air show is you're set up against the skyline of a major metropolitan downtown. And a lot of times you go out to the air shows, even if you go out to EAA and Oshkosh, when they do the air show, it's over an airfield, mm-hmm. right? These guys are right downtown, and so they want to make sure they're not going to slam into stuff. They're also looking at where are the points that we're going to set in our mind. This is the this is the back end of this part of the show. This is the back end of that part of the show. So they want to know this is our new landscape. Their like, venue. Yeah, this is a new venue. Right. Just go like going into a different ballpark if you're yeah. a ball player. And so they get all those points set. So that's why they're up there buzzing in all sorts of areas and really gets fun and interesting around here. My wife said she heard a fighter jet. We live by the airport. It's around the south side. She said she heard a fighter. And you know if you've heard one because that's a real, you know, distinct sound. There it is. It's not uh, Southwest Flight 793 coming in. Coming in from Albuquerque. <laughs> the thing is, too, you hear it. Like by the time you hear it, it might already be gone. Always. You can't Always. see it. Yeah. You're up there looking around. Where did it? Ah, ah. Doing the look around. Mm-hmm. So I just, I love the front end of the week. We're going to go to the air show on Sunday. We bought tickets and you don't have to buy tickets. A lot of places to sit for free. We're taking my in-laws, my dad, my stepmom, and uh, want to make sure we have a place to sit and access to some concessions. So we laid out. The other cool thing about buying tickets is you support the air and water show. Waterstone, Water, Waterstone Bank is the headlining sponsor again, so I'll shout them out because they're one of the reasons that things like this can come to our community. But uh, So if you want to support the air show, you can buy tickets for reserved seating, number of different price points and options for that. They'll throw in parking too. So we're planning to go on Sunday. But uh, yeah, Water Show starts at 10 a.m. both days, goes till about 11.30. Actually, with it being Navy Week in town, 
Yeah. That could be a little more and enhanced the, experience. And that is tied into this a little bit. They are trying to connect that to Milwaukee Navy Week. We, I know that they're going to be some pretty big wigs, if you will, yeah. from the, the Navy rolling into the city if they're not already here. So that's kind of neat. Air show starts at noon both days. Blues perform at 3 p.m. Uh, of note... Lieutenant Amanda Lee, who is the first female FA-18 fighter pilot to join the Blue Angels. She's expected to be part of that show. That's kind of cool. I talked to one of the Thunderbird pilots, uh, one of the first women to join the Thunderbirds on the Air Force side. She is from like rural Wisconsin somewhere. No kidding. Did an interview with her that's a couple great. of years ago and how excited she was to be a part of that. So that's what I was in. I, you flew Blue Angels. I flew Thunderbirds. Yeah, so that's the Air Force. They're in the F-16s. Yep, yep. And your flight, and, and from time to time, they will offer these. I'm not sure if anybody's up for flights this time, but when the, the headline performers come to town, they like to put regular old people like Eric and me who have the opportunity to share our stories with lots of folks, put us up in the fighter mm-hmm. jet yep. just so that we can experience how brutally hard that is <laughs> just to ride in one, just, much less fly it. Just to stay conscious, like how ridiculously difficult that is. So for my situation, a little bit different than yours. So... Um, the pilots don't wear these suits, but for me, when I was in the Thunderbirds, they, they gave me like this suit to wear. So basically what it did, it was like, kind of like a blood pressure cuff. Like as we got faster and faster and turned and had bigger and bigger, larger G forces, the more that thing would fill up with air to keep blood from leaving my head (laughs) and keep me awake. Uh, do you want to hear a little piece? Should I bring it Yeah. All right. right. So this is you in the cockpit. This is me with Cheetah. Uh, well, in the back seat. Yeah, I'm in the back seat. He's up front and uh, pulling nine G's in a Thunderbird. It's like a brake turn as if we had a bad guy behind us. Okay, good body position. Ready? Here we go. Here come the G's. And there, I lost uh, lost it for a minute, a half a second there. There you go, 9.1 G's. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Holy cow. Did you like it? Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you mean, like I heard well, What the hell was that? <laughs> I heard, I heard like, my voice is, like, oh coming out of my God. head. It was just such a weird moment. Holy cow. Wait, I like what he says to you here. Welcome to the 9G Club. That dude. was... So, oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Indescribable. Just the forces and what that does. So let us to explain to you what's happening up there. As you're making these hard turns, think of yourself in your car, right? You make a hard turn right or left, and you feel like a pull on you. Mm-hmm. And these fighter jets fly at such extraordinary speed and can cut and turn and do all of those things that the G-forces, the force of gravity, when they say 7Gs or 9Gs, 9Gs is nine times your normal pull. Nine times. Nine, nine times. Nine times your weight. And what it's doing is gravity is sucking everything downward, including all of your blood. Yep. It is sucking the blood out of your brain. Blood carries oxygen to your brain. No oxygen in the brain, lights out. So how is your body suit? <laughs> I had no body suit. So Eric <laughs> described what they call a commonly call a G suit, which helps you, assists at those various pressure points on your arteries, trying to keep the blood from pulling Going down. Going to your ankles. Right, from yeah. leaving your brain. It helps you remain conscious. Uh, Blue Angels famously don't fly with those, don't use those when they perform. And so I just assumed they would throw one to me, just regular old pedestrian guy. So I, it was one of the first things I asked. I'm like, so do I I get a G-suit? And the guy said, we don't fly with them, so you don't fly with them. Enjoy your ride. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's no good. Like, I knew what was going to happen. Right? I wanted to be an astronaut. I studied these guys. I know what they did. I knew what was going to happen. Ready, hit it. Warning. Warning. <laughs> 
So that was me that was you on fun. takeoff. Yeah. So they, you know, go what? Just a few meters above the deck at Mitchell, and then they yep. straight up 10, like a rocket. 10,000 feet. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Was All awesome. good there. Awesome. And then we start doing the maneuvers, and my guy... Uh, I just remember him being number seven. They all go by numbers Same. in the blues. So, so I had seven with me. Seven's taking me up, and he's like, yeah, we're going to do everything that we do in the show. That's our drill. So your guy did, like, dogfight maneuvers and other yeah, things. Yeah, he showed me all kinds of different yeah. things. And then he even asked me, he said, hey, do you wanna, what do you want to do again? Land. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. So my guy's like, we're doing everything we're going to do in the show. And cool. so he took me through, you know, piece by piece what they did. And so the first time we did a hard maneuver where it was serious G's, I was out in a couple of seconds. Gone. Like, okay, I got this. What they teach you is, and you'll hear me doing it, it's called the hook maneuver. And you did something similar, right? Where you try to force the breath. Body position, yes. And you like would try to hold your breath. Not hold your breath, but like find ways to breathe and just. Like he just had me like have a body position and then control my breath. Right. What the blues teach is, he says, make the word hook, but do it as as hard as you can by clenching every muscle in your body and spit that word out. Hook, hook. So imagine yourself forcing that yeah, out. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So I'm supposed to say like hook, hook, because you're imagine yourself trying to keep that blood yeah, in your brain yep, yep, as yep. you're pulling these serious G's. So the last time around, so I, I stayed conscious the whole rest of the flight. We were up for an hour. And the last thing he does when he's coming into Mitchell is he's basically headed southbound, but we're going to land south to north. So we're about to do a 180. There we go. Drop serious altitude and just yep, do yep. a like screeching halt, turn around, going super fast. And we pulled serious G's. The last number I saw, because I had a little heads up display to show how many G's, last number I saw was seven. Set. Ready. So now I'm passed out. Go on. Still out. Still out. Still gone. Starting to regain consciousness. Right, 2, okay, that's ATC, air traffic control. Talking to my guy. I'm back now. I think we may have got you. You got me again. Oh, man. <laughs> I left that in there. So, yeah, just just wicked. My body hurt for days after that. Yeah, I remember feeling a little beat right. up. Did you still feel like things moved? When, I, when my head hit the pillow that night, and we flew in the morning, when I hit the pillow that night, my body was still moving. I remember not feeling great all day, like yeah. almost like you were sick, like, you know, just yeah. the body ache. Right, so we're all beat up. I got out Dehydrated. on the tarmac. Somebody brought my guy a sandwich. <laughs> like, hey, what do you want? Yeah, you want one of these sandwiches? He's fine. Like no a, effect. Like a steak sandwich. Right. Walk oh, greasy. Right. Eat that up. Take some other clown up there. Work them around a little bit. So good. So hard. These these men and women who are who are flying our, our fighter jets are one percenters, if that, inside one percenters. Best of the best. Amazing yep. human beings. Practice rounds Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday for the Wonky Air and Water Show. Tickets for reserve seats are available for information on that. If you want to see Eric and me in flight, those videos posted as well. Real simple. Text the word flight to the old National Bank talk and text line flight to 855-616-1620. We'll get it out to you. (laughs) 
8.28 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> I guess a lot of people want to see me pass out. And Eric's video is up there, too. You got the TMJ4 story up there? Yeah, so uh, Photog came with me when I went up. So I got my, not on the plane, but they were there. Yeah, you, but you, we see you in the cockpit right yeah, now. Yeah, my cockpit eyes camera. start crossing. <laughs> There's a couple of moments where I'm fighting. I'm fighting. But it's I, hot up there, too, right? Oh, my gosh. And, and the dry mouth. Yeah, I remember taking the mask <laughs> off. He said, you don't have to wear the mask. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Right. Get the inside scoop on all things WTMJ by becoming a WTMJ insider. Uh, all you need to do is give us your name and your email. It's completely free, and here's what you get by becoming a WTMJ insider. Early registration access for all the contests we do and giveaways. You know, Jeff Wagner's Cream Puff of Palooza, that's just about to kick off. So you can sign up for free at WTMJ.com or text the word insiders to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. It's early, exclusive access to all things WTMJ, and it's completely free. Become a WTMJ insider today. Eight thirty-seven, Wisconsin's morning news. I got to bring back some of this sound from the freeway forum. What happened here with these guys? The seven ninety-four thing. Yeah, we do cool. <laughs> sh- <laughs> Excuse hey, me. No? I'm sorry. The event was moderated by our buddy Milwaukee Business Journal's Mark Cass. It was put on by a group called Rethink I-794. These are the guys that are talking about whether instead of rebuilding the ramps that connect the Hone Bridge to the spur that runs between the Hone and the Market Interchange, whether instead of, at a cost of $300 million, rebuilding those ramps, which has to be done. Yeah. If they're going to stay, they're like past their useful life, they need to be rebuilt. Instead of doing that, these folks are saying, why don't we tear down that little spur reconnect downtown with the third ward, open up land for development, and there are people on both sides of that argument. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they have this forum with some of the folks who are pushing the idea. It's at Marquette University, and a lot of fancy-type people are there. Cass is doing his thing, what yep. he normally does. He moderates a lot of these things. Let me tell you something. If I knew every one of these was going to sound like this, I'd buy season tickets to whatever Cass is doing. <laughs> it was that good, eh? <laughs> F*** that, you know. We tore down a freeway... And the world noticed. This is, I, we didn't make this up. This was really from this freeway forum. These guys, like engineers and city planners and other folks. Just dropping F-bombs. Dropping F-bombs and the S-word and all kinds of stuff. WTMJ's Adam Roberts was there, strung together a few more of these gems. We don't make plans to sit on shelves. We make plans to do shit. What matters is creating a narrative for the city of Milwaukee to stand out from its peers on a national platform and say, you should be here because we do cool shit. We're such an aw shucks, aw, Midwestern nice city. Fuck that, you know? We tore down a freeway and the world noticed. I'm telling you, there's a lot of swearing on this panel. I think I'm at a Foo Fighters show for heaven's sake. Won't somebody please think of the children? <laughs> wow. Like what? I like it. I like the passion. But who is the first person? There's a couple of things to unpack here on this. Who, first of all, who was the first person who opened the floodgates? Right. Because once, okay, Eric's over here dropping f bombs. I guess that's cool. So I'll start dropping some. And there is something to that. Right. There is like the code of a conversation. If someone opens the door, usually it opens up a little bit more as the conversation continues. You know, it's funny, Eric. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I remember listening to some of your cuts from Peter Park uh, that you had last week, I believe. And so when I went into this forum, I was expecting this to just be a, oh, very just pleasant conversation, right. just very much decorum. And then I believe he was one of the first ones to drop one of those bleeps. And I, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know I signed up for this. We do cool <laughs> So the other thing is, 
the flex that Milwaukee is trying to have. Like, look how awesome we are. One time, we tore down a freeway. <laughs> how do you like that, world? How do you like Milwaukee now? It Maybe took, they get Pfizer out of that. Right, yeah, well, it took 10 years. I mean, years. right, yes. And their, their point is... more than 10 years, didn't it? Maybe in other places they hadn't thought of this. Instead of these freeways that cut through many downtown urban centers... Start rethinking that. Okay, regardless right, right. of which and, side you and, are on the debate, and there is some interesting, there is some interesting positioning as to why that's a good idea on both sides. So anyway, just go ahead. like very serious flex here from Milwaukee. Like this is, we're the coolest city in the world because this one time there was a freeway and then there wasn't. <laughs> there was a freeway that went to the grocery store. Right, <laughs> that went right. That dead ended at the Metro Market. <laughs> or the, it wasn't even a Metro Market. Was it just the pick and save? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there were a sub shop over there. I think yeah, there's a yeah, Jimmy Einstein's John's. Yeah, very nice. Place. Right. You definitely want the freeway to that. So fair enough on that. But really, like, that's our global flex. Yeah, one time we did this. F*** that, you know. We (laughs) tore down a freeway and the world noticed. You can fake it pretty good. I can can play the skinny fat guy role pretty well, you know. Brewers manager Craig Council was with us earlier today on Brewers 360. He was pretty funny today. Yeah. He doesn't run. He says he doesn't walk and that's it. And you suggested that he should go all out and just be, like, really fat. <laughs> well, I said, like, uh, managers, coaches, what have you, it's in sports, it's one or the other. You know, Craig being a, a former player himself, and you see this with these guys, you know, they're around current-day supercharged athletes. They want to yeah. still be, you know, like, hey, I may not be able to hang with you guys right now, but I'm in shape, right? And Craig says he still works out, still right, lifts and does other things, but he's like, no, no more running for me. But so you're either, I think if you're a manager or your coach or something like that, you're either like still kind of in shape, hanging with the boys, or you're just a sloth. <laughs> just be a fat guy. And his reaction to that comment was... You can fake it pretty good. I can I can play the skinny fat guy role pretty well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's a little modest. I don't think he's faking it. It's on the podcast page, shape. by the way. Uh, what do you, yeah, if you want the podcast on demand... Text Vince. That's what we did. My name. Text the word Vince, not don't Don't text text me directly. (laughs) Text the word Vince to the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Vince will send the podcast out to you this morning. This story, I don't know if you uh, heard this one. I know you have, Vince. This story about Miranda Lambert is starting to get a lot of attention. When it gets caught on video, all of a sudden it gets a lot of attention. We were talking about how people have been throwing cell phones and random things at musicians, right? Like this is becoming a problem. Right. I'm against that. So Miranda Lambert, (laughs) yeah. I'm not for that. Miranda Lambert stopped mid-song because she was upset with what someone was doing with their cell phone, but they weren't throwing it or really doing anything wrong. Here's how it sounded. All right, starting the song. Wait, here we go. I'm going to stop right here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. Stopping. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. She got upset because a couple of the fans were taking selfies rather than looking at her to listen to the music. And she shames them. I don't like it. Still, still upset. Haven't, haven't gotten back to the music yet. Let's start again. And here we go. Who's screaming for that? <laughs> it seems so odd. What's so funny is about the. As soon as she stopped, she said, "I'm going to stop here." And so someone screamed for that. Yeah, yeah they were woo. cheering. 
Why you don't even know what she's about to say? What's so funny is also is that if you watch the video of it of hers saying, "Hey, like you know, let's listen to music. You don't need to take yeah. a selfie." There's okay. Like, all the fans are holding phones, <laughs> shooting her, <laughs> right. taking video of her. Like they're already like all using their phones either way. It just seemed like an odd, an odd thing to get upset about. I mean, many artists will actually take the phone from you and take a picture for you and yeah. hand it back to you. Here's how cool I am. I'll pu- I'll do a selfie of me and you're in the background. Like you've seen that. Yeah. And the point's well taken. I think we all could stand to sure. put our phones down a little bit all more right. often, worry less about the video or the picture or the selfie and actually watch something occur with our own eyes. I go through this with my kids all the time, like in their performances. I got a cheer kid. I got a music kid, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. should I be rolling on this to make sure you always have it? And we can watch it over and over again, or should I put the thing down and just feel it fully and experience it? Right, and I, right. Go back and forth on that. So fine to have that debate, but for the performer to call somebody out like that and shame her own fans, what if those? I don't know. If they were like teenage girls. Well, some of those fans are on Good Morning America this morning, and I don't think they're teenage girls. No, okay. <laughs> so there might be some other aspects to the story that we still got to learn. But here's my favorite part. Of it. Of course, as predicted, TikTok takes a swing back. Lots of people upset about it. Here's one video that was posted of, you can hear the lady say, we're leaving. This is during the show after okay. someone was shamed. Let's go. Come on. You don't do that to fans. You don't, you don't do that to fans. So that person walking out. Here's another one. Miranda didn't even talk to our Vegas audience. Between songs, hardly, someone wrote on TikTok and posted this. Always in a mood. Fans can enjoy however they want. They paid. That seems to check out. Somebody else texted earlier this morning that said when she was in town with uh, Kenny Chesney, maybe, that she was threatening to pop all the beach balls if they came anywhere near her. She's like, (laughs) took the energy out. Like, we're having a party here. Yeah, they're excited. Again, without regard for, for the real debate and conversation we all should have with ourselves about are we living in the moment anymore or so worried about the selfie or our phones and whatever. I think there's a good put the phone down message. Agree. But whether or not, I think she's out of line there to be shaming fans who've spent how much money to be right in front of her and aren't really doing anything inappropriate. If that's how they want to you know, enjoy your show, to show that they were there, like what harm is it to you? The rest of the story, though, will be who are these fans and what were they doing? And was this for like the entire concert? Like, were, you know, yeah, right. was it out of line? Were they moving around? Were, were they, they distracting yes. other people there trying yes. to enjoy it? So, and we'll find that out. <laughs> Absolutely, that. we will. We will learn in the next 24 hours how much they get to take some of the blame. 850 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. One more check of the roads here before the top of the hour with Adam. Some good news, fans. Volume starting to lessen a little bit on our trouble spots. 43 southbound and 94 eastbound. Right now it'll take you uh, 19 minutes to get from Brown Deer to downtown. We were at 27 minutes earlier with that construction volume, but that has lightened up. And 94 eastbound also starting to lighten a little bit. We're down to around a 10-minute drive. That's an extra four. And they, again, have since cleared that accident that was at Mitchell, so it should be pretty smooth going towards the Marquette. I'm Adam Roberts with your WTMJ Johnson & Sons Paving Time Saver Traffic. 
Coming to TMJ Forecast, sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Let me get you that quickly. Mostly sunny skies today. Perfect summer day. High of 78 degrees. Mainly clear tonight. Low temperatures dipping down into the upper 50s to low 60s. Right now, our temp at 68 as we bring in Steve Scafidi and Sandy Max. Sandy is approaching her birthday today in the exact opposite fashion that I approach mine. (laughs) You don't want a tiara? Not only do I not want a tiara or the ribbon that you're wearing, yes. and if you're watching us on the live stream, which you can do any time now, you can see how Sandy is. Happy uh, birthday, by the way. Thank you kindly. Today. And by the way, decorated the, up. The tiara and the button are gifts from the news director's daughter. Mm, all right. So, yeah, I, the birthday embracing of a child yeah. is just magic. And to your point, like I normally don't, but it's been very fun to. It's celebrate sure, more. Absolutely. I got a little bag of treats and a tiara and it. a button. I'm going to lean into Good. it. I work hard through the day to hide the fact that it's my birthday. So <laughs> like, now I, I need to make sure I interested. put that reminder in my phone. You don't even know when it is. I'm not going to tell Is you. It was recently, wasn't it? Yeah, no. you snuck uh, one yes, through. Yes, yes, it was. You oh, have sorry. snuck one through on us. It was just that. last month. <laughs> but what is that? Because women will kind of do that sometimes because it's just like, okay, we're going to fuzz out the number. The, the number. Yeah, it's not a number or an age thing. It's just like, I don't like that kind of attention through the day. Fair enough. Like, I don't think, like, you know, okay, here I am. So, speaking of age, so Vince and I have been uh, arguing about this. Great transition, actually. We've been arguing about this all morning long, and I keep trying to explain. Ask the question right. I'll give you one more <laughs> ask shot. Ask the question right. I asked the question okay. this morning that it just popped into my head. If, if someone magical approached you and said, hey, you can win Powerball this week, and you can win a billion dollars, which would, would end up being, what, 500 million, Five, whatever it is. Mil. Yep. But you need to shave the last 10 years off your life. Would you accept that deal? Cost you 10 years off the back end. Don't know when that would be. Might live to be uh, okay. 90. Vince and I are separate ends of this thing. Oh, you're you younger guys, guys so maybe that's not a big risk. I'm, I'm a little bit older, so you're shaving off 10. Man, I'm a lot closer to that, so you <laughs> might already be dead. I like my life. You know, I, I like... Thanks for that positive thought. <laughs> happy birthday, Sandy Max. I'll take the deal. He's no, dead. I'm happy with my <laughs> life. I love my life. Would I want a 500 million? Sure, but I'm not going to shave 10 years right, off okay. my life. All right, Steve, Sandy. That is tempting, but it's the it's the unknown. You don't know when your date is. So yeah. if you knew I was going to live to a ripe old 104, I'd be like, all right, let's roll around in right, they, half a billion dollars and do a whole lot of good. I'd only need another fun. five to seven. So yeah, gonna, could you give it away? Way. Could you so Vince no would way. take the cash. Stop taking the deal. You know. really? Absolutely. I'm not. I, no, because I, I don't, don't need money to be happy. Oh wow! Listen <laughs> to this guy. Yeah, overall, I don't have an unhappy life. I would like the comfort of maybe a couple hundred thou. <laughs> but you don't, no, right. you're onto something there. Am I? The big a, mega it's jackpot. Not a negotiation. You well, yeah, but I just don't. mean like it's fun to daydream what you would do with a billion dollars and course. all the decadence and, and all the good. But I don't yeah. need it. It's fun to daydream about. But would I like a little more comfortability of knowing? Okay, I've got a retirement. I won't have to work two jobs for the entire rest of my life in order to feel like I can take care of. All the needs that I have and yeah. want to do. Take That's care of your parents. That's the sweet spot of the lottery right there. Your two hundred thousand dollar winner, right? <laughs> Doesn't yeah. I still go I'd to say work? A mill. Still do. a mill is a sweet spot. Yeah. Now what it if, is. Yeah. Whatever it is that you don't become public knowledge. Well, I, from not after that one guy got outed in West Dallas, yeah. wherever he was from, they changed the law here, so you can be anonymous. You can hide now. Yeah. And some of them have done. We had some big winners. They pretty much disappeared. I'd love to know what some of these folks are doing with, with millions and millions right. of dollars. We've heard horror stories about it, right? Like, right. Oh, yeah. When it's right, hundreds of millions of dollars, the, the 
pro- the probability of you ruining your life is pretty good. Yeah, you can mess. You can make a lot of big mistakes. And you buy the house, you buy the car, you take care of your grandkids, whatever. And then you got this massive pool of money that's just built for decadence. Like you're just going to get in trouble with it. Well, you're going to go to Vegas. Listen, you're going to go all over the world. This all being said, I would certainly welcome <laughs> the challenge. Birthday gifts of oh. lottery tickets just for the <laughs> chance. Oh, all right. But also, like, what rarefied air would I be sharing? Like, I could hang out with Elon Musk. I would be in that world. Like, because who are your friends when you're at that level? Because you distrust new friends. And yeah, then the, that's a good point. And then those people who you read about and think about, oh, great. That's a good they're, point. I don't know that they're the kind of people who are going to have as much fun as I do walking around State Fair. Eric said it's just that I don't even really want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're just ready. <laughs> not on the planet. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're, stress. you're skipping birthdays. <laughs> That's not you true. You just want the money. Steve and Sandy, WTMJ Now is up next.